Welcome to the Sports Report for Thursday, November 2nd. I'm Mark Daniels. Busy day at Lambeau Field where Green Bay Packers General Manager Brian Gutekunst held a mid-season press conference to talk about a couple of big events this week, beginning with Rashawn Gary's four-year, $107.5 million contract extension that got worked out. Obviously, very core member of our football team, um, and I'm very excited to lock him up for, for a long time. So he means a lot to our football team, and... Um, we're excited to have him. And on the next day, Gutekunst traded starting defensive back Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills, giving Buffalo a fifth-round pick next year to get a third-round pick in exchange. And he explained why. Oh, you know, it's a, it's a tough one because of what he means to our team. But at the same time, you know, we weren't looking to move anybody. Um, got a call kind of um, out of the blue a few days ago, and it ended up being, you know, we kind of weren't really interested in doing it. Um, but at the end of the day, um, the offer was kind of too good to pass up. Moved also raised some eyebrows because Darnell Savage and Eric Stokes are currently on injured reserve. you got Jair Alexander nursing a bad back, and one of your starting corners is now in the AFC East. Yeah, it made it a little tougher to, to think about doing that, you know, just because of where we are injury-wise and, you know, with Jair not being able to play a few games and Stokes where he's at. But um, I do like, you know, the young guys in that room, you know, Stokes, Valentine, um, you know, certainly Jair sounds like hopefully he's getting back to full health, which will be nice. So I like I like the players in that room, but losing a guy like Rizul this time of year is tough. But uh, I expect those guys to fill the gaps. Reaction in the locker room uh, was understandable as running mate in the secondary, Jair Alexander. No, just I didn't expect uh, Rizul to be gone. You know, he's a vet. I mean, he's made a bunch of plays throughout his time here. You know, but that just, you know, that's just the NFL. Here's what quarterback Jordan Love had to say about the trade. Yeah, I think everybody in the locker room was pretty surprised by it. Um, you know, it's tough. It hurts. Um, you know, Rasul was a, a key part of the team. Um, you know, a great leader um, and a great player. So, um, you know, everyone hates to see him leave. Next in line, seventh-round draft choice Carrington Valentine. He's already started a game when Rasul Douglas was nursing his bad back. Got picked on pretty good by Russell Wilson and Cortland Sutton in Denver, but he thinks he's better for it, and he's ready to assume the role of called. You know, it's a thing that we say around here is uh, stay ready so you don't got to get ready. So, I'm, you know, even if I, don't, I didn't see the snaps that I wanted to see in the beginning of the season, um, I was prepared like I was going to play because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. As for practice, Packers changed things up a little bit on Wednesday, donning pads instead of the usual Thursday padded practice. Five players were limited participants, including two offensive linemen, Yash Nyman and Elton Jenkins, tight end Luke Musgrave, Jair Alexander with his back, and running back Aaron Jones, who was wearing a red do-not-touch jersey with the pads on. His position coach, Ben Sermons, was okay with it. Right now he's in a good spot. So it's better not to, you know, take any chances. But the team as a whole is not in a very good spot. Having dropped four straight, they stand at two and five. And back to Brian Gutekunst, who says he has a hard time assessing any of the young talent because everyone's not playing very well right now, including the quarterback. Is he going to need more than one full year to tell exactly what he has with Jordan Love? I, you know, I hope not. I think, you know, we got 10 games left. These are going to be very important 10 games. And, um, you know, I think he's done a lot of really good things. Really like the way he's responded to, to the adversity, uh, how he's led the team. You know, again, we got to be better as a unit. And uh, I expect that to happen over the next 10 games. You know, we're going through some things um, that we knew we would go through. You know, we haven't had the results we want, but I do like the way the guys are responding to things. And Love says this grow together plan is uh, going a little slower than he'd hoped. 
that's kind of the makeup of our team right now is we got a you know a lot of young guys and uh you know that's the plan is to, to be able to build this thing and go in the right direction um you know we knew we all knew it was going to you know, take time it wasn't going to be perfect right off the bat it's uh, a little slower i think to start than we expected um and right now it's just about finding ways to keep getting better every day and, and keep moving in the right direction and Jair Alexander is confident this Packer team will turn it around. In fact, he boldly predicted a turnaround. Well, I tell people this all the time. I say, we got 10 games left, and we're going to win out. That's how, I, that's how I feel. I know a few other people might feel the same way, but I'm going to be the first to say it. We're going to win out. We'll see if it happens. Beginning with the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday at Lambeau Field. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford did not participate in practice on Wednesday, dealing with a UCL sprain in his right thumb. But head coach Sean McVay is holding out hope he will be available for that game at Lambeau Field at high noon Sunday. Pittsburgh Steelers host the Tennessee Titans to kick off the NFL weekend on Thursday night. Chicago Bears have fired their running backs coach, David Walker, second staff member to leave their defensive coordinator, quit earlier in the season. And we have a world champion in baseball. The Texas Rangers capture their first ever World Series championship with a 5-0 win over the Arizona Diamondbacks at Chase Field in Phoenix, taking the fall classic for games to one. Manager Bruce Bochy came out of retirement after winning a couple of rings with the San Francisco Giants, and he was more than happy to help. You know, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate, blessed, uh, you know, to, to come into this. It's such a great group of guys, and but it's it starts at the top, and those guys were committed, and look, we're we're in a good place now. This was a tense clincher, though scoreless through six innings. Nathan Avaldi, the Texas starter, got out of several jams. Meanwhile, Zach Gallen of the Diamondbacks had a no hitter through six, broken up by Corey Seager's single in the seventh inning. He would come round on a Mitch Garver single. Then the Rangers put it away with four runs in the top of the ninth. Marcus Semyon with a two-run bomb. Seager named the World Series most valuable player. It's truly is incredible. Um, but it's not just me, man. What, what this team did and how we competed and all the guys in there rallying, you know, we, we don't really have one leader. You know, that, that whole clubhouse is a leadership. As for Gallon and the Diamondbacks, an improbable run to the Fall Classic as a wild card team swept the Brewers in the first round. Then the Dodgers knocked out the defending NLCS champion Philadelphia Phillies. Gallon says, disappointing finish, but what a fun year. The thing about us is that we're fearless. The guys in here are fearless. Um, bunch of times you saw us you know be down and able to come through and, and do the job and, and just unfortunately fell short this year to the NBA where the Milwaukee Bucks uh, off their game north of the border their first road trip of the year they fall to the Raptors 130-111 got behind 31-18 after the first quarter they were down 22 at the break Malik Beasley led the Bucks with 20 Giannis with 16 Damian Lillard at 15 Pascal Siakam 26 for the Raptors the Bucks now 2 and 2 will be back home hosting the New York Knicks on Friday Knicks fall into the Cavaliers 95-89 Donovan Mitchell with 30 as they win at Madison Square Garden after losing to New York earlier at home this week. Boston Celtics are 4-0, and they laid a hurting on the Indiana Pacers 155-104. Jason Tatum leading the way with 30. Denver Nuggets, the champs, they lose for the first time. Minnesota Timberwolves knocked them off 110-89. Portland over Detroit 110-101. It was Atlanta beating Washington 130-121. Brooklyn gets over the Miami Heat 109-105. Pelicans beat the Thunder 110-106. 
Houston gets their first win. Rockets beat Charlotte 128-119. It was Dallas over Chicago 114-105. Utah 133-109 winner over the Memphis Grizzlies. Golden State gets a hoop from Klay Thompson with 1.1 seconds left to beat Sacramento 102-101. And LeBron James with 35 lifting the Lakers over the Clippers in a battle of L.A. in overtime 130-125. In college basketball, the Wisconsin Badgers uh, open their season with an exhibition victory over UW-Stevens Point at the Kohl Center. 87-44, to not too much difficulty for Greg Gard's club. He was happy to see point guard Chucky Hepburn play a solid game. They're going to lean on him to quarterback this club. His numbers in practice have been through the roof in that way, too. I mean, I think he's 36 assists to five turnovers in live action in practice, so he's he's really dispersing it well, which has been one of the focuses of, of the offseason of of having him facilitate more to add to what he can do scoring-wise. Batch of freshman Gus Yaldin has announced he's going to be taking a leave of absence from the ball club to deal with a family matter. A guard says the program will give him all the time he needs before he returns. Green Bay Phoenix women wrapped up their exhibition schedule with a 63-56 win over Northern Michigan. Tight game throughout, but the Phoenix Gals went on a late 10-0 run. They will open their regular season at Northern Iowa on Monday. Very sad note, college basketball Bobby Knight has passed away at the age of 83. Won three national championships uh, over his 29 years in Bloomington, Indiana with the Hoosiers. 661 wins. The 1976 undefeated national championship club. The pinnacle of his career, which had its dark side as well. Uh, But he certainly is among the all-time greatest coaches in college basketball history. More college sports. Wisconsin women's volleyball team ranked number two in the country. Beat number 19 Purdue three games to one to run their record to 21-1. 12 and 1 in the Big 10. They will host Illinois on Saturday. Green Bay Phoenix men's soccer team defeated Milwaukee 4 2 to capture the Chancellor's Cup. They play for the Cup in this in state rivalry. Green Bay wins it for the first time since 2019. Improved to 8 3 and 5 on the season, 5 2 and 2 in Horizon League play. That's good for the number two seed in the conference soccer tournament, which will take place next week. Finally on the ice, Buffalo Sabres winning on the road at Philadelphia 5-2. Dallas beat Calgary 4-3. Colorado knocked off the St. Louis Blues 4-1. Anaheim, a 4-3 overtime win over Arizona. Troy Terry completes his hat trick with the game-winning goal in OT. And two more fall tournaments get underway in state high school competition. The state volleyball tournament gets going at the Rush Center in Green Bay on Thursday. Boys and girls Division I quarterfinal matches running all day. Appleton North girls getting Franklin in a one Division I quarterfinal. Kimberly boys will take to the court against Waukesha South and North. And the state boys soccer tournament gets underway at the Elon Complex in Milwaukee. In Division II semifinal, we'll have the West Appear Phantoms at state for the first time in school history. Take on Waukesha West on Thursday afternoon. Division Three Plymouth will take on Somerset as well in a semifinal on Thursday afternoon. And there's your sports report. I'm Mark Daniels.